Yeah, man. I can't believe it. We're here. We're totally here, man. We're here, and we want to talk to you about the cartoons that we like the most. Who do you think likes the cartoons more, you or me, Travis? Me love them. You love more? Me love more than. Oh, we got a caveman on our hands. Yeah, He's man. devolving right uh-huh. in front of me. Yeah. This is my, my scientific uh, opinion, is that enough coffee will devolve a man into a caveman. For sure. I think man, we're living proof man. of it yeah, right man. now. Yeah. <laughs> Hey guys, it's the Days Past Tooncast. My name is Will, and I co-host this program. My name is Travis, and I co-host this program. You have done an excellent job, Travis Bot. Thank you, Will you... Bot. <laughs> I'm a Will Bot. <clears throat> I think I'm going to take I'm going to take a point on this one and explain this this program yeah. to the listeners out there. Okay. Uh, this program, the Days Past Tooncast, is a program. It's a program. <laughs> and I am programmed to tell you about the program that we're doing right now, which is that we. Travis and I, we're, we're children of the 80s. Mm-hmm. We're children of television. Yes. We stand in front of the TV and say, hello, mother. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> and so, therefore, we've got a lot of good memories about cartoons from the 80s, the 90s, probably other eras, too. But that's where our focus is currently. And what we do, we turn on... Currently, it's the debut episode of whichever cartoon we're doing. And we check it out. We take notes. We get together and we we compare and contrast yes. our opinions of mm-hmm, these shows mm-hmm. and I, I especially today i am just the quality level is through the roof you guys should be excited about what we're going to talk about today i know i am uh it hits me on every level pretty much this show um synthesizers from, from, from chin to shin from shin to chin from from tip to base oh, it's all of it yeah. it's it's it is synthesizers it's technology it's something that I was very, very into as a child and probably should still be into. Yeah. Dinosaurs. Mm. Imagine, if you will, a world where future and past meet. Collide, if you will. They collide. In a world I like to call the world of... Dino Rider. Imagine a T-Rex wandering through a prehistoric landscape. A missile hits it in the face. It doesn't seem to phase it at all. Lasers fired from the backs of Stegosauri. Again, unfazed. Basically, just lasers do nothing to dinosaurs. Men in semi-futuristic garb, but they look like they're from fantasy. They're also riding dinosaurs. Young star. We're talking about dino riders. Now, I remember Dino Riders. Okay. But I never would have, except to look, when I'm looking through lists of cartoons for us to watch, right. like I would have seen this on here. But you mentioned this show to me specifically early yes. on in this process. So 
the blame rests squarely on your shoulders that we had to watch this. I'll take it, man. I've been taking it for a long time now. Okay. <laughs> wait, You're, hold on. Wait, wait. Yeah, you, you know might I mean? rethink that. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I mean, here's the thing. Ultimately, yeah. I learned to love this. Okay. But every time I watched it, even the, this fifth time that I watched it, right? I was watching the time on the YouTube, like where it tells you how long the video is. I was watching that like the entire time. How is it possible there's still 20 minutes left of this shit? Well, I'll tell you why. Because it started off being a fat 28 minutes long. Yes. When every other cartoon we watch is a, is a nice little 22 mm-hmm. to 21 minute. And uh, so that's yeah. a world of fucking difference. It sucked. Now, the reason that was, yeah. it was a normal length, but it was that there were all these uh, commercials that they added to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah Which yeah, actually yeah. was it made it a little bit more fun because it was kind of like watching TV. Yeah. Everything was from Tyco, the same toy company that created this oh, <laughs> this thing. The, those were Tyco toys? I didn't I didn't notice. Oh, well, yeah. If you listen to the beginning, the middle, and the <laughs> end of every commercial, it'll let you know that it's from Tyco. And, and, and looked at all the tattoos on the children's foreheads? Yeah. Everybody's just a Tyco automaton, essentially. <laughs> yeah. the guy. It's funny to be reminded of these toy commercials, like, because all this is, I've said it about another cartoon show on this show before, but this truly is just a platform on which to sell toys. This one was completely made only for a toy, uh, a toy launch. Yeah, that's all this. Completely, this, they're this just like, oh shit, we gotta it. have, we gotta have a cartoon for these toys. And sometimes, like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, we talked about, they created the show because they were creating toys. Right, like the Playmates was said this, but that created a quality show. Yeah, this created something else. <laughs> <laughs> but again, like I've learned it, it, this show is so full of synthesizers and and weird music and it's kind of like an old like progressive rock like album from the 70s that's so corny and cheesy and then I learned to love it. Right. I have learned to love this in its own way. Yeah. And there are many ways to talk about in which I've I've many ways I've learned to make love to this cartoon. Oh sh- shit. Yeah, okay. It was like the Kama Sutra of cartoons yeah. for me and of dinosaurs. It's about to get scaly. No doubt. Yeah. (laughs) As per tradition, I'm going to read a collection of words that have been gathered into sentences. Yeah. The sentences have then been gathered and placed uh, in a sequential order. Yeah. And they're ready and ripe for the reading as what I would call a paragraph. Oh, Will's paragraph. I do own the paragraph. Okay. And I'm ready to share it with all of you. Will's paragraph about Dino Riders. Dino Riders was a science fiction action-adventure cartoon series following two warring groups of aliens from the future, the psychic Valorians and the evil bestial Rulons, who become stranded on prehistoric Earth. Their battle continues with the aid of dinosaurs, which both sides use as mounts armed with advanced weaponry. While the Rulons enslave the dinosaurs through mind control, the Valorians work in harmony with them using psychic communication. And there you have it. While while Tycho controls all of our brains. Absolutely they do. <laughs> this that the point of that par- these paragraphs is to really just to point out how fucking crazy these shows are when yeah. you break them down to their logical level. The the concept behind this, they found a weird way to get to what they wanted. Yeah. Like to have people from the future who aren't even from Earth travel to our past why why couldn't they be from our planet like they look human essentially that they they have knowledge they know they're on earth they right. say this is earth and these are dinosaurs it's just such a weird combination of sci-fi and prehistoria and i mean it's again it's like once again it's a, a suicide 
at the drink machine. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like some kid probably just said, I want this, this, and this. And they said, here you go, kid. Yeah, let's slam them together. Yeah. How many can you fit in a single 20 minute piece? You know? Yeah. <laughs> but you, so what experience do you have with the Dino Riders, Mr. Dino Rider? Man, so I'll tell you this this is probably the, f- the first um, VSR tape mm-hmm. to get stuck in my VSR player for really? a long time. Really? I mean, it, it just stayed in my VHS player forever. Mm-hmm. And so even some parts of this, like I got deja vu all through this um, this episode, <laughs> man, because I remember I remember watching. Um, some of the parts on here, and I remember watching it as a kid, and it just mashed up well, man. Yeah, I, yeah. I really remember watching this as a kid. I'm like, I remember where I was when I watched this. It's ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> I can't, I can't even say that with another with another cartoon that we we've seen, but with this one, I can because it's because I, I think my dad just kept kept in the VSR player. <laughs> he just said, keep forever. going. Yeah. <laughs> so this is like your JFK of cartoon series. Yes. You know yeah. where you were. Yeah. Uh, you you gauge the rest of your life yeah. based on it's the true north of your compass. Yeah, man. As Dino Riders. Yeah, and that's kind of how you live your life. It seems like. Yep. I, yeah. I, remember, I remember two two parts. I remember the intro, mm-hmm. the weird the weird intro that starts. <laughs> we'll talk about in a yes. second, and also another part that uh, we'll get into later. But okay. yeah, it's pretty crazy. It's you know, and it's funny because when you mentioned the show to me, I said, "Yeah, I had di- I had a Dino Rider." That's not true. I had now that I've seen the toys, I had a dinosaur toy that came with a caveman. That's what I had. So my experience with this is just knowledge of the name alone. Wow. Yeah. And so I came into it a Dino Rider virgin, for sure. No doubt. Yeah. Well, it's been popped, man. I've been popped. Thanks. A big, a big brontosaurus neck has came in. Talking and, about taking it. And popped your, your um, cave. Well, again, in. I only have you to blame for all of this. And <laughs> the listeners at home only have you to blame for us having to do this episode. Bring it on. Yeah. All right. So we talked about, we mentioned the opening briefly. Uh-huh. This show... There, what we just played for you, the music, is the closest thing that it has to like a theme on this particular first episode. Let me set the scene, if I may. <laughs> Please do. The year is 1988, I believe. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, I like it. Yeah, sure. The year's, It's the late 80s, and it's a natural museum of history. The museum occurs naturally. It's, history, it's a museum of natural history. Right. Um, the world looks like the AHA video for Take On Me. It's rotoscoped and sketchy, and apparently what they've done is actually filmed real people. Was that the, was that the video take on me that I was trying? Yeah, I was trying yeah to that's think what of? you're thinking of. Yeah, I put down I put down two ones you're gonna laugh at. I put down it looks Please. it looks like the damn Tears for Fears music video <laughs> or Dire Straits. I oh was, wow, I was wrong on both counts. Yeah, huh? Dire Straits is like a three D early three D bullshit. And is Tears for Fears is that the name of the band or is well, it Tears for is it Tears for Fears? That is the name of the band. Okay. Yeah, from that era, <laughs> you you win the prize. Okay. For that. I did something right. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean it's it's a famous video. They did it on Family Guy. You know, it's like it's a great song. It's a great video. This seems to be done very much like in a low budget version of that. Yeah. But here's the thing that strikes me as crazy: for this shitty cartoon, they must have actually shot footage of real actors or at least people that were being paid to stand in front of a camera. Yeah, they actually right. filmed them and then did the rotoscoping, which is like a process where you basically trace over the the film cells and everything. They're the frames. They actually paid to do that for this show, this first episode. And it has nothing to do with the show. These kids are, I mean, except for that it's dinosaurs, this bored-ass teacher, this teacher is like what every angry parent imagines teachers are, right, which is lazy yeah. and uninterested. You know, like the, she's at the end of a long career, yeah. hopefully. Uh, <laughs> I hope she's not in the <laughs> middle of it. This little boy, he hears something from the next room. Uh, kind of sounds like growling. And he goes to check it out. Teacher doesn't give a shit. You can leave in the middle of my lecture. Why not? He goes in the next room. There are two skeletons of dinosaurs reconstructed. 
they come to life. I loved dinosaurs as a kid. I could pronounce philosopher. No, I can't. Can't even do it now. Oh. Philosoph Philophosaurus. I can't do it as an adult. So only a kids can can do these Philosopher. names. Philosopher. Philosopher. Velociraptor. Yes. No, 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 no. I loved dinosaurs as much as any child, and I would be frightened all to hell <laughs> if if two skeletons of dinosaurs came to life and went in front yeah. of me but this kid's all into it he was yeah, he was into it yeah man. well and so this thing that we just described to you forget about it because it never comes back and has nothing to do with the story <laughs> it fades into an opening with the music you heard before the crazy synthesizers the shitty synthesizer rock music and just a montage of dinosaurs dinosaurs i think one i think some are, are kickboxing <laughs> you know, the, very, the, very, the very beginning, like these two dinosaurs, like kicking each other. It's a move like you've never seen dinosaurs do. And then every dinosaur is green or brown. Well, that's or how they're brown colored. And tan or green and tan or tan and green. <laughs> it, it's it's only three. They use like, hey, there's only three colors dinosaurs can be. Yes. It's ridiculous. Well, that's how reptiles come. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's what they're supposed to be. We're smack dab in the middle of the prehistoric times. Yeah. But don't get too comfortable because guess what? We're gonna go space age with. We're that going ass. space age like almost right away. There's yeah. just it's like it just goes. It doesn't even pan up from I don't think like from Earth to space. It's just like cut. You're in space and there are people in spaceships shooting at each other. Yeah, this is where we meet our bad guys and our good guys. There are a few clues as to how you can tell which are good guys and which are bad guys. Uh, the good guys are named the Valorians, Valor. The bad guys are named the Rulons, as in I'm going to rule on you. <laughs> rule on <laughs> me. Rule on, on you, me. me. You. Sorry. Don't ever sing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, two spaceships. Oh, man, this is so... There's a spaceship that's giving chase to the other one. The bad guys are chasing the good guys. Very Thundercats here. Yeah. Except it's just one ship chasing another. They're in space. The Valorians are a group of Caucasian people. It's a spaceship full of honkies. Like they could, they're just blonde and brunette and almost interchangeable. Like the names are ridiculous and they really don't like the personalities are basically all, it's just age differences for the most part. Well, Gunner gets a little different. Gunner, Gunner is a guy who. For some reason, he has a southern drawl. And again, they look human, but they don't seem to be from Earth. Right. So I don't know where this accent comes from. I guess it just all throughout the universe. Well, I mean, other planets are going to have a southern region, Will. And every southern region, regardless of planet, has a drawl attached to it. Yes. Okay. I can, yeah, I can accept that. that. I can accept that for sure. Uh, I had a really hard time the first, like, eight times I watched this differentiating between names of characters and what they do on the show. <laughs> like they just, it just yeah. is like, here's the humans. And then on the other side, you have the Rulons who are all just humanoids based on the animals you like the least, which again, Thundercats, yep. like in my mind, but not well drawn. <laughs> and for some reason, I don't know. And the animal kingdom is the hierarchy. Like you have sharks, you have ants, you have snakes, but then ruling over all of them are frogs, right? They're the king of the <laughs> of the animal kingdom because that's what you have in Krulos. Got an awesome, awesome deep voice. Yeah, like the he's Megatron is it what it sounds is. Sounds like this. Oh, that's perfect. Like this man. excellent. Thank you. Well, that's basically the voice of Megatron. <laughs> that's just getting reused. Like they just said, just do it again. It's, it was good the first time. Uh, they, I don't know why they don't like the Valorians. Except that they just don't... They're white. 
Exactly. Okay, there you go. It's reverse racism. Very simple. Okay, yeah. Greens on this side, mm -hmm. whites over here. It's a and, greens only. And one restaurant. of them is from the southernmost region of their planet. So he was okay. Yeah, that makes sense to me. <laughs> really? No, it doesn't. I'm moving. No, on. no, I'm accepting it fully. What you're telling okay. me. You're the dinerette. You're the expert this time. I am, dude. Yeah, I. You've you watched see, this show way more than me. You see this badge that I wrote on my chest here. It says press pass. Yeah. And then it says Diner Writers Times Weekly. Yeah. Yeah. Editor in chief, <laughs> main media director. <laughs> Another thing that's kind of like Thundercats on it to me uh, that I thought of is that the people, the Valorians, the way they're dressed is almost like fantasy. Like it doesn't look particularly high tech. There's a little bit of metal like armor going on, but they just kind of look like they're wearing leather and right. metal. And I don't, I, I wear cloth. That's what I'm wearing right now. You mean you wear, you wear cloth normally? Because right now you're not wearing anything. Second you walk in. Drop trowel. Yeah, off. Okay. Yeah, that's a rule you set with me. That that's was one of the true. boundaries you set when I offered to do this podcast with you. That was in my rider. Yeah, still is. Yeah, it's not going anywhere. <laughs> I think other things may come and go, brown M and M's, what have you. But that that was that's that was in my Dino Rider. Evergreen. Oh, oh, oh. rim shot, bitch. Oh. Hey, um, Questar's hair though. How about that hair though? Man, that's like it, the dopest. It's pretty damn good. Ever, man. Yeah, yeah. You got long blonde hair. You're the hero. Yeah, the headband too. He's like fucking rocking I, it. I, I don't know how many people on this show have headbands. It seems like three <laughs> characters have headbands, and two of them are blonde white males, and the other one's an auburn haired white male. <laughs> There's just the only the closest thing they have to um, any <laughs> diversity is Mind Zai. I did not know this guy's name. I had to look it up. The blind grandfather. Oh yeah, white the badass. Eyes. Yeah, white eyes. <laughs> I put white Dude, eyes. Okay, guys. <laughs> so there is a blind old man on this show, and his eyes are completely whited out. That's not how blindness works. That's not how it is. This is just laziness on the animators' part. Like, how do we communicate that this man is blind? Take away everything about his eyes, and it's very off-putting to me. Like, it creeped me out. It's really weird. He looks like a corpse, but he's the closest thing to diversity in that he's older. Yeah. And he's blind. He's handicapped. Everyone else is as is, is, is white bread as they come. So we know what's going on. We have the bad guys chasing the good guys. The mm -hmm, good guys mm -hmm. are being, their ships being damaged. And they say, better use the STEP, which stands for the space-time energy projector. Yeah. Guess what? Time travel. Again, how many how many shows are going to have time travel? This is like half the shows we've done in very few episodes that we've recorded right. where time travel is not only part of it, but it is a casual element of the plot. <laughs> it is just given no they don't think it's special in at all. They must time travel every fucking day because it's basically press the button and time travel. Yeah, just do it. The only reason it's a big deal is that it's damaged, so they don't know if they'll make the jump. I mean, it's just the dopest ever, though. I mean, I'm saying it's, it, it helps storylines out. You know? Well, yeah, it, but it, man. It doesn't, get you it doesn't get you tied up in different plots. <laughs> yeah, just fix it. But yeah, but when yeah. you break it out, right? I mean, I know it's integral to this show's right? like, plot. Yeah. It goes away immediately, but it's still, it just seems like they need to give it a little more fanfare, because when they actually do it, it's just like blue light that sends them somewhere. Yeah. It's not even a cool, like, okay, we're going, oh, man, it's hyperspace. No, it's just a thing. The Rulons say, okay, activate tractor beam, which somehow links them up with the ship that's escaping into the past or wherever. They don't know where they're going. They just right. know they're escaping through space and time. Both ships get pulled through space and time, and they crash land somewhere. Where? They don't know. They don't know. Their ship is so damaged. Mm -hmm. That shit is fucked up. It is, man. Man, that thing is a husk of what it was. Yeah. <laughs> like it is just destroyed i'm surprised that they survived um maybe they all died and this is just what heaven is like is like prehistoric earth for them could be it would be for young me 
if there's a bunch of dinosaurs around. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> they crash land, and they don't know where they are, and they just say, like, look, we can't tell what's going on outside. We better go check it out. This is where I would like to play a clip to introduce you to some of the voice talent on the show. Uh, we're going to have Questar speaking. He is the heroic-sounding guy. He is our... I don't even know if you could call him a lead character. They all just kind of say plot points and then move on. Uh, but he's the leader. You have Serena, who is the one single female of the show. And you also have Mind Zai. Mind dash Z-E-I. Oh. Yeah. Not... <laughs> I don't know if you're catching it. Yeah. But the point is, he's all about the mind because he's blind. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's okay that I'm blind because I got a mind. Mind's eye. Mind's eye. Mind's eye. I don't think he's supposed to be any other ethnicity, though. And they're going to, this is, you're going to hear their reaction to arriving on this. God knows where they are. Hey, hey there's only, there's only uh, always one female to these shows. They, they Dude, can't handle more. They can't handle more. G.I. Joe <laughs> can. G.I. Joe could. Uh, Thundercats eventually does. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles just doesn't even bother with it. You just have April. She's not even a member of the team, you know? Like, but she at least holds her own. Like, yeah, it just seems like they feel like if we just had guys, you know what I bet it is? What's that? I really feel like it's almost like it's an afterthought. Like, you know, we don't, it's the whole Batman Robin thing. Yeah. Why is it just dudes? Why do they just hang out with dudes all the time? And it's probably, they're just thinking like, we don't want any unhappy parents assuming that we're trying to sell a gay agenda to the kids so we better throw a lady on there make her kind of attractive make sure she's kind of attractive at least so that like we can't be accused of trying to sell uh, a gay lifestyle to the children <laughs> that's my assumption okay. i'm gonna i'm gonna stick with that okay with no research well, you know what you do it. when you assume things well i put a lot of things together like a detective right and, you and also, i get a i get a badge mm-hmm. at the end of the day and you also make an ass out of you and me Another world, a primitive world by the looks of it. One untouched by Krulos' destruction. Oh, it's so beautiful, Grandfather. I wish you could see it. I can imagine it, Serena. Her, okay. <laughs> For starters, the blind man must have an accent to be wise. Yeah. <laughs> it's an accent completely unrelated to anyone else. Why his daughter doesn't speak that way, I don't know. Maybe he didn't. Oh, he's grandfather. What am I talking about? Yeah. <laughs> he didn't raise her. Come on, guys. The logic totally checks out. It's good. Um, that seems like a very shitty thing to say to a blind person. Oh, it's a shame you can't see it. Like, totally <laughs> passive-aggressive bullshit. Like, it seems really shitty. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> to say to a blind man, I'm so sh- this is a beautiful sunset. It's a shame you can't see it. I'm gonna really drink it in though. Um <laughs> I'm surprised that they, they didn't give him a uh um like a sound to his voice like the shaman. Mm. Oh yeah, we can add it in. Ah. I'll I'll make an edit for you. Just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You? It is you know what it is like a Yoda thing. Yeah. Yoda does it too. It's like mm. <laughs> like always does a just mm, mm. Always before he talks, it's just a weird like you have to like munch on the words. So maybe he isn't that wise, this mind's eye. Right. Because the true sign of wise, wisity, is mm, that's like the golden standard of wiseness. Right. Of wisedom. So they <clears throat> they have found prehistoric mm. earth. Mm. And she says how beautiful it looks, and then almost as a joke, it seems like they cut to a swampy, like hazy frankly, a shitty looking earth. Like it does not look beautiful. I mean, maybe if it was real, it might look cool, but the drawing is kind of ugly. Right. So it's actually very funny to me that she's like, it's so beautiful. I wish you could see it. And it's just like the equivalent of like a gray red wine shit, you know, like just like 
That's what it looks like to me. But I got to wonder where they're coming from that they think prehistoric Earth looks so beautiful, especially in that picture. Yeah, I mean, they could be coming from like the, you know, moon-like uh, atmosphere, you know? Could be kind of rocky and yeah, gray or something. I don't that's know. true. I don't know how they would survive on it. But Listen, man, the Valorians can do... The technology is on their side, yes. I guess. Yeah, they got valor on their side, bro. <laughs> That's right. They're all about valor. Is what keeps them going. It yes. seems like I gotta wonder also because in a, I don't think they in a minute they're gonna be like we must be on prehistoric Earth is right. what they're going to say. <laughs> I don't know how they have this knowledge. Again, I don't know if the Valorians are like in the in the future people from Earth, you know, go to other planets and colonize and their descendants or whatever the fuck. <laughs> but they they somehow know Earth and they also know another thing. They know a dinosaur when they see it. They're like bird watchers. Yeah. They can name dinosaurs at the drop of a hat, apparently. They're well versed in the, like as well versed as an 8-year-old, a precocious 8-year-old is in the world of dinosaurs. And a, a, a Jurassic 8-year-old. An, they, aust- an ostentatious. Ooh. Ostentatious 8-year-old. Yeah. I'm liking it. You got any other synonyms for me? Nope. Fresh out. Yep. Okay. We'll, we'll scrape the barrel later. See what else we can get out a of there. A sarcastic eight-year-old. Oh. Uh, no, I'm sorry. I mean, precocious might be sarcastic, but... Ferocious? There you go. Uh, now you're back. Okay. They look, at this, they look upon this untouched prehistoric world, and lo, they see... Kickboxing dinosaurs. Look, over there. Those look like dinosaurs. They certainly do. And if those are dinosaurs, then this must be prehistoric Earth. Dinosaurs. What are we waiting for? Let's do some exploring. <laughs> Gunner, bring everyone out. The, the fucking Barnum and Bailey yes. uh, circus music. Yeah. I can live without that. <laughs> yeah, it's immediately... <laughs> A pipe organ? Yeah, pull, I know. pull the tightrope out. Let's do this damn thing. I, You know, it's funny because that added to the way that the kids react. It's like they're space hicks. Yeah. Like, hey, look at that dinosaur over there. I'm and then the way that they chase this, di- this brontosaurus, <laughs> they chase this brontosaurus or whatever it's supposed to be, like it's Dino on the Flintstones. Yeah. He kind of re- has like a oh, kind of look on his face and runs away. And they chase a fucking dinosaur. Again, how do they know what dinosaurs are? How are they not in awe of dinosaurs being present if they do know what they are and they're faced with them? Yeah. It's just, <laughs> and the way they react, even the, the leader of the group is just like, hey, y'all come out here, check this thing out, man. We got dinosaurs on this planet. That's basically, just check it out, man. It reminds me of the, um, uh, you ever seen Swiss Family Robinson? Ooh, I I would turn it off well, when it came on. Oh, I, love, I love that movie. Anyway, so when they when they get off that boat on Swiss Family Robinson, um, they all run up to like different animals and they're totally friendly with the animals and it, it turn they turn this this really hectic moment into like a funny heartfelt zone. Kind kind of like kind of like how they're doing here. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Pretty funny. So at this point, what happens? They chase the dinosaur, right? And they scare the poor dinosaur. Um, and so Questar has to step in and say, hey, guys, you're scaring the fucking dinosaur. And the way that he communicates with the dinosaur. Is his chain laying What's that? His chain laying Okay. <laughs> I, had <to> get, <laughs> I had to get a second take yeah. on that one. His chain laying I'm sorry I didn't understand you the first it's time. That's my fault. Um, is Yes, his chain laying It is a necklace that he wears called the Amplified Mental Projector. Mm-hmm. And... It allows, and here's the thing, I don't remember this really being spelled out in the show. Do they tell what this is? 
I reviewed it today and I didn't see like hear them mention what it is. I don't think so. It's just a necklace. It's a metal, really heavy necklace. It looks like that gives them psychic powers. And he just tells the brontosaurus or whatever, I'm not going to hurt you. And the brontosaurus, just with that knowledge that I'm not here to hurt you is instantly in love with him, like picks him up and throws him on his back. Like, well, if you're not here to hurt me, you must be my fucking best friend. And he throws him up there and Questor's so happy to be here on prehistoric earth crash landed by the way, like just survived near death. He declares it their new home, which to me means he's given up on ever leaving this planet immediately. He just says, you know what? Fuck it. We're not getting out of here. This is where we're living. Well, I mean, their space ride is toast. Well, yeah, but man, they, <laughs> he's not even like pretending like they might ever leave. Yeah. He's just saying, get used to it, guys. This is where we live now. We're living on the fucking planet of the dinosaurs with one woman. Gunner, <laughs> start building. Yeah, exactly. Get on it, buddy. <laughs> we're going to find out in a minute after a word from these sponsors, just who else crash landed on this planet because oh, you see the Valorians are not alone. Oh, they're not? No. Not they're super just, alone. Not just the dinosaurs. Oh, okay. Yeah. They're super not alone. Oh. Yeah. We'll be right back with that. Mm. Nature of the beast. beast. Discover the ugly truths and dark secrets, secrets. of true crime. The paranormal. The occult. Conspiracy. Join your guides for weekly episodes and face the true nature of the beast. From Valorian Vinyl Records comes the critically acclaimed rap duo of the year, Quest Star and Youngstar, with their debut album entitled Pre-Hisonic, with the new hit single, I Die No Ride on My Enemies. There won't be a damn Rulon running the streets when they're done. And you can't forget about that club anthem. Do the Viper Man. Be beat so deep, you'll need an archaeologist to dig them up. And a night with your cave woman ain't the same without that slow jam for the ladies. Entitled, I want to brain box you all night, girl. You get it? They're going to do all sorts of love things to your head. And the guys get a little more conscious with special guest Hammerhead on It ain't nothing but a prehistoric space thing, baby. Can they squash that T-Rex turmoil beef and turn it more pterodactyl? Ta-ter-tope-to. I mean, I sure hope so. Watch this crew while their telepathic chains just hang. In stores now. Well, in the future. Or was it in the Jurassic period? Nah, nah, fuck it. Coming soon. We're back. We're back. What are we doing? We're doing Dino Riders. I'm doing Dino Riders. You're doing Dino Riders? Mm, yeah. All right. Or Ghostbusters. Which one are we doing? Uh, well, we could be doing Ghostbusters. We're let's doing finish up Dino, Dino Riders. Okay, yeah, Dino Riders. Let's, we have to finish We have to finish one meal before <laughs> we get to another one. Yeah. <laughs> we have to finish our Brussels sprouts before we get to dessert. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. So last we left, our buddies, the Valorians, they had just discovered that they're on prehistoric Earth, and they're not alone, though they don't realize this yet. Halfway across the continent, I guess. I don't know. Very close by, actually, which seems like kind of fortuitous for them. Yeah. Or not. We find that the Rulons have also crash landed. They have accidentally been pulled through time with the Valorians to prehistoric Earth. And they are finding out, much as the Valorians are, that this is not a normal place. 
And we're also, fi- we're also finding out that they know just as much about prehistoric Earth and dinosaurs as even the semi-humans, the Valorians. Right, yeah. Again, it's just well, assumed. They're all animals. You know, they probably have like an inside track with them a little bit. <laughs> you, you know what? They should be able to speak like Dr. Doolittle with the dinosaurs. <laughs> like it's the Flintstones. Yeah. Like where it's like, this is a pretty rough job, huh? Yeah, tell me about it. I got to cart a bunch of missiles around all day. <laughs> that would be actually that'd make a much better show mm-hmm. if the dinosaurs could talk back. Yeah, even mentally, that's the thing. Like, like the projectors, the things that the Valorians wear. Yeah, they don't receive thoughts. They seem to just like let you project your thoughts. So that's a one way conversation. The dinosaurs should get a chance to say like, "Hey, dude, let me off here." You say to the dinosaur. Dinosaur says, "No, this is not my stop." It's really just indentured servitude. Yeah. <laughs> They're no better than the Rulons, we'll find out, as far as I'm concerned. Right, right, right. Um, I'd like to listen to a little clip, because here's the thing. If you if the name Rulons mm-hmm. and the name Krulos were not enough to let you know who was a bad guy, you can listen to the voices. And there is so little real variation with these voices as far as attitude goes. It's... They they should have tried a little bit harder. I think <laughs> they just pulled the a meet the top of the bucket that said bad guy voices. Yeah, just said I'll take one of those. Those those. Okay, I'm good. <laughs> you want that supersized? Yeah. Unidentified beings heading this way. Dinosaurs everywhere. We've been dragged through time. Questar has done this to me. His space time energy projector. I must have it to return to my empire. But how will we get the step, great Krulos? I will build an army of dinosaurs. <laughs> how many times do you get to say that's the answer to your issue? Dude, I need to get in this voice game, bro. I think you do. I think you do an excellent Krulos. <laughs> I do need to do that. There you go. <laughs> You, if you can say with with conviction that you need to build an army of dinosaurs, I think you're in. Yeah. That that's such a great line. He knows he knows exactly what he needs to do. He has he says it with no irony. He says yeah. it just like that's the answer. I noticed this like you've got the main bad guy Krulos who has the I'm gonna get you kind of voice, and then you have his almost a meet like a second in command that kind of questions him and is sarcastic, which is Rasp the Snake Man yeah. the Viper, and he sounds like Starscream. From Transformers. You're this kind of guy. <laughs> and then you have the guy who sounds like Megatron is the main character. This is just a complete like Transformers rip as far as the bad guys go. Big time. Um, again, Rasp, the snake man, immediately knows that they're being faced with dinosaurs and that they're in prehistoric times. And then I love th- this to me adds almost like a layer to the character of Krulos. Mm-hmm. He takes no blame whatsoever for how they ended up in the past. He says, like, I threw a tractor beam on you while you were escaping to the past. It's your fault I'm in the past. He blames Questar completely. It's his fault. He takes no responsibility. And that actually comes back later. Spoken like a true villain. He's a fucking egomaniac, this guy. He's like, I didn't do shit wrong. You made me do this, and now it's a revenge mission. You and your pretty blonde locks. Yeah, exactly. It seems like, throughout the episode, it almost seems like he has like a standing beef with Questar, like obviously just beyond like a, I'm a bad guy. I'm supposed to go get him. He yeah. seems to be blaming him for a lot of things. You know, kind of, he has brave star issues where he's like, Tex Hex must've done this. You yeah, know, yeah. it's like yeah, Questar is yeah. at the root of every problem <laughs> that he, this man has, this man, this frog dude has. Yeah. Da- daddy, daddy Questar issues. Yeah. Basically he has, maybe he has a brother that like beat up on him when he was younger. And yeah, now he's right. visiting, he's putting that mask on, yeah. on Mr. Questar. Um, and then after that, they cut to, Smash cut. Smash cut to a montage of the 
Rulon's gathering up dinosaurs, like firing lasers at them. Again, the lasers seem to do nothing to the dinosaurs but confuse them and scare them. They don't hurt. (laughs) They bathe these dinosaurs in lasers, and they never get hurt. I don't think they're allowed to hurt them, you know, yeah. like cartoon well, law. Once again, it's in car. Yeah, cartoon law. Yeah, cartoon law rules. It's for kids. You can't hurt any dinosaurs. You can you can enslave them all you want. But you can't hurt them. Yeah, but there's like it's just them gathering up dinosaurs and like putting them in pens and putting brain boxes on them. And brain boxes allow them to control the minds of these dinosaurs. Right. Somehow, I like that he even says it. Like Krulos says it as a verb. They've been brain boxed. That feels very modern to me. <laughs> it, it does, man. But I don't know how much time and, is... And, and simplified. Oversimplified. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, yeah. Like... Absolutely. Mind control seems like it would be the most complicated thing in the world. Yeah. It's as simple as putting part of a helmet on somebody, and then I don't even know how they control it from there. Like, you just stand on the thing that you've put the helmet on. It's very simple, man. You pull out a 1980s joystick. Oh, I think you're getting you... it mixed up. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you're thinking of Cobra technology. Okay. That's in for, that's for the human mind. Right. Dinosaurs do have, like, tiny brains, so maybe that's part of it. But even well, they're watch, no... your, watch your mouth. Are you part dinosaur? I forget. I mean, I, I know I know dinosaurs. You got, like, a dinosaur sister-in-law? I got a, blo- I got a bloodline. A bloodline. Oh, shit. Have, yeah, part. Yeah. Yep. Man, mm-hmm. you're too hairy to be a dinosaur. Part, part Stego, yep. <laughs> part Stego. Mm-hmm. Only you can call them that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you can't. You got. Yeah, I can't, you, I'm sorry. You got to get the card. I'm you sorry. Get the right man. card for yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll get signed into that. Yeah, you won't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm confused as to how much time elapses in this montage because, like, they start mining on the planet and they seem to build a fortress a little bit kind of, or I don't know if they're operating out of the ship, but it seems like more time passes than they really let on. They have a full scale wall going on too. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Eventually it just seems things just happen. Things are just there cause they need to be again. Yeah. It's just cartoon stuff. Um, and so it's cartoon the, law, man, it's cartoon logic. It's like dream logic. It's just there cause it needs to be. But at the end of the montage, uh, Krulos is just kind of looking upon his works and looking at how good he's done. And this is when Rasp, really seems like Starscream from Transformers. Like, he basically... Well, you'll hear it. He gets sassy with the leader, and it doesn't go well. But he makes a really good point. Yeah. Excellent. The brain box works perfectly. It seems a good plan, Lord Krulos. Of course, the tractor beam seemed a good plan, too. That was... Do not grow too bold, Russ. Of course not, Lord Krulos. When he says, when Rasp mm-hmm. says it, mm-hmm. he almost like his vocal quality and his delivery sound like a, like an old lady to me, right. yeah. <laughs> like an angry wife, an old, <sighs> yeah, an old, <laughs> yes, exactly. To me, <laughs> very whiny, but he has a good point. Like, why are we following this guy? He just seems to make unilateral decisions, and that ended up that landed us here in this the <laughs> distant past of another planet <laughs> that we know everything about. Um, that, that we're not leaving anytime soon. Well, not if Questar has anything to do with <laughs> yeah, it. Right? I think Questar, I honestly think that one Questar of the Questar had humans, some problems back in his hometown. He's yes. Like, I just don't want, I'm, I'm facing trial. I, exactly. Yeah. He, he has some photos that are going to yeah. come out. And he's like, you know what? The only place I'll be safe is in the past. Yeah. I love dinosaurs. This is my opportunity. Man, that would be a big reveal at the end of the 13 episodes of this shit ran. That he's behind everything yeah, <laughs> on purpose. Yeah, yeah. That'd be, that would really make the show for me. I I agree with Rasp here. Like, he makes a good point. And then Krulos, his reaction is somebody who clearly knows they're wrong. 
Like he knows he is in the wrong. It is his fault. Yeah. And so anybody bringing that up, it's really like his defenses are down. He's like, you don't talk to me that way. Like, don't mention that shit. Because that's how I react. Mm. I, I start choking people if they call me out on something that I know I've done wrong. Yeah, I mean, that's you, my you first You just go-to. choked me earlier, man. You choked me earlier on an earlier podcast. Well, so Travis, how are you going to learn? I learn by structure like that. Yeah. So you're right. This is how you get to be a man. Yeah, that's the only, that's only way this project's going to carry on properly. You guys don't understand the kind of programming that goes on in this room when the microphones aren't on. Yeah, right? Yeah. And you don't want to know. <laughs> it gets crazy here. It gets so crazy. Oh. <laughs> Sammy Davis Jr., everybody. <laughs> that would be a pretty good leader that he's like a frogman who just sings bebop. Who just scats. <laughs> he scats at people when they don't get his... <laughs> His instructions, like, I don't understand what to do. It's very simple, man. Just uh, go on down the way. And he's choking people yeah. as he's singing the bebop. Okay. We're going to have to write that character idea down. I'm on it, dude. Okay. It's right here. So the Rulons, they've got their dinosaur army that they're building, and we cut back over to the Valorians. That's how this episode is structured for the most part. You just keep going between the two sets of aliens that have crash-landed on you know, ancient earth, uh, the Valorian kids who are named, listen up closely because I'm not stuttering. Okay. And I'm not kidding. Young Star. Which is spelled like a rapper. Is it? Y-U-N-G. Oh, God. Yeah. I'm, fuck it. I'm out of here. I'm not doing this podcast. <laughs> the door just yeah. shuts. Creeks. Young Star and Lad. I had to look up the names again because it's just honkies. Yeah. And... I thought that they were just calling him Lad and that for some reason they decided they were all Scottish or something. <laughs> no, his name is Lad, L-L-A-H-D. This is silly. Why didn't Serena get a, like a feminista kind of name? Like something. Everybody got a funny name except for her. She's just yeah. Serena. Mind's Eye. Yeah, Mind's Eye. This is so good. Like how does she not <laughs> inherit some cool name from Mind's Eye? That lineage right there. So Lad and Youngstar are riding around on, I guess they're uh, velociraptors, some kind of raptors, I'm assuming, because they got the big claw toe, yeah. and they're just, you know, with the little arms and everything. They're riding around, and they encounter, well, here, I have to say, I'm amazed at how willing these dinosaurs are to help people out. Uh, I don't know if all dinosaurs are intended to be good neighbors, because like if you just are able to talk to them and you say, like, I need to go somewhere, <laughs> they just take you there. Again, this kind of argues for its mind control, and they're just not calling it mind control. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah, yeah. like you're calling it black and white. It's just all the same thing. It's brain boxing. Just you're, abusing, the brain boxes. you're abusing your power, guys. Absolutely. These dinosaurs are fucking idiots. They don't know any better. <laughs> but... I will say, so they start getting chased by a fucking T-Rex, a Tyrannosaurus Rex. That Velociraptor, he's on this the edge of a cliff. He falls. The human falls off of him, and the Velociraptor could not be quicker to leave him behind. Mm -hmm. He is an animal. Like, uh, Lad goes off to run and get help. Youngstar gets thrown off of the Velociraptor. The Velociraptor immediately drops any good Samaritan shit he has going on and tries to run off and leaves him. And then uh, Youngstar is actually a pretty stand-up guy because he tries to defend the very same raptor that just abandoned him when the T-Rex goes after him. Yeah. But he's sitting there trying to hold off a T-Rex on his own. That ain't going to happen. So Lad goes and gets the adults and says, we got an issue. They show up. And <laughs> when they show up, it's... The way with, I'm amazed at the dodging that goes on in the cartoons we watch. <laughs> this this T Rex is just snapping at Youngstar, 
And I don't, they don't move that fast, but I mean, it's a big fucking mouth in his face. He's just casually dodging it, just back and forth, you know, like on the edge of a cliff, easily dodging it, not seeming like he's in the fight for his life. I love it on, I have written down here, um, Ravine's, Ravine's on that edge, man. Questar's like, uh, hey, young star, you all right? <laughs> he's like on the edge, about to fall off because yeah, yeah, the dinosaurs yeah, yeah. are like fixed and pushed him off, man. Yeah. It's just so funny. It's, he's, obvi- he's obviously no, uh, he's in peril. Yeah, he's on the other side of a T-Rex, though. Like, what's Questar going to even do to help? Yeah. He's like, keep holding on. But the adults show up, and the best thing that they can do is Serena reaches out to a pterodactyl or a pterodon and just says, help my friend. And it picks him up, flies him over the T-Rex, and they get the fuck out of there. Because <laughs> that T-Rex just watches them leave, Yeah, essentially. Why don't they talk, even try to talk to the T-Rex? Is it just assumed that if you're carnivorous? I mean, raptors are carnivorous. They're predators. But they use them as, as buddies. Yeah. Why don't they try to talk to the T-Rex? Please don't hurt my friend. Just try it. Flaw in the sword. How hard is it? They spend all this time talking to each other. Maybe there's a connection with uh, with the um, herbivores. But raptors. <laughs> yeah, I, I just tried that out for size and it didn't fit. Yeah, man. <laughs> you know what it is? What's it? Plot. Plot. Plot needs it. <laughs> it, wouldn't more, it wouldn't be a very fun scene, although I can't say that it is anyway as it stands. But it would be an even less fun scene to just show up and say, hey, we, we know how to talk to you. Don't eat us. Oh, okay. <laughs> But I got to eat something. We'll eat somebody else. Okay, you're welcome. No problem. Let you go. Out of here. But they run off. And then we see that off in the distance, Krulos is watching yeah. through binoculars. <laughs> he has got a hard-on for this T-Rex. His life is not going to be finished until he has ownership of a, this T-Rex. A boner. A major boner. It's bone zone for the T-Rex <laughs> and Krulos if he gets his way. That's his nickname. What? Major boner. Major boner. He 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 commits a lot of major boners in the episode. <laughs> Lots of mistakes he makes. <laughs> Krulos is watching. He must have this T-Rex. And so the Rulons, we cut over to them. They've built their little dinosaur army because they know that they're on the same planet with the Valorians. The Valorians aren't aware of this. They don't know that they're... Uh, not alone on the planet except for the dinosaurs we see that they've outfitted the triceratopses and what have you with brain boxes and lasers and missiles and it's really like i do think a child came up with this idea like basically somebody was at home that works on the show (laughs) their kid just drew a picture like i like these things and they said absolutely why haven't we done that yet just put a bunch of metal and missiles and lasers on dinosaurs why hasn't anyone done this so far But they have the army, and I, I'm all for it. I think it's pretty cool, actually. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Not, <laughs> like, they're not fast-moving, most of them. Yeah. There's very slow battles that occur on this show, like yeah. most of the shows that we watch so far. But and also, Krulos keeps referring to the T-Rex as the mightiest of all. I know there are bigger predators than the T-Rex. You so, do? <laughs> yeah, I know this. There, there's like Megalosaurus or some, some other predators that are bigger than T-Rex that would outclass him. I think they're just picking and choosing. Like, everybody knows T-Rex, just their T-Rex. Just their T-Rex. <laughs> everybody knows T-Rex. Just yeah. That's pretty much the reaction they probably had in the room. Yeah. There's like one science guy who just said like, I believe that uh, during the crustaceous period, they're like, listen, we signed a major deal with Tycho. <laughs> that's right. And we got to deliver. Tycho's at the top of the heap right now. <laughs> they're going to fall hard eventually, but right now they're doing great. Yeah. So we need to hitch a ride on this. Listen, this flying. dinosaur shit rolls downhill, man. <laughs> the Valorians have now built a wall to protect against the T-Rex. So I'm having to assume that some time has passed. It doesn't just happen overnight. They're getting help from the dinosaurs. Gunner 
has a funny line here to me. Gunner is like overseeing the the construction. It seems like, and Gunner is like the rough and tumble one of the group. Um, Straight badass. I, I don't know. I if mean, I agree. that one that one scene where he fall he falls off the wood plank and catches himself, man. And that's I think, your level. That's well, how you judge well, a badass. No, check it out. So <laughs> so the pterodactyl comes and picks him up, man. Yeah, and like he. He's left to just hold on to the, t- to the pterodactyl himself. Yeah, and his mu- his muscle strength is uh, superb on that scene. <laughs> I mean, it just is. He would rate him as superb. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Well, I'm, I mean, an American ninja warrior, five or so. Okay. One. Okay. Well, Gunner has something at that very time. Mm-hmm. He says something that I think doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Okay. I'm going to play the clip. Take a listen. Dinosaurs, <laughs> machines I can handle. Those big bruises are too blasted unpredictable. They are in the past because a machine malfunctioned. Yeah. (laughs) The dinosaurs have helped them build protection against other wild dinosaurs. The dinosaurs are easily more predictable and reliable in this world so far than the machines. They crash landed on a planet full of dinosaurs on a machine that was not functioning correctly. Gunner needs to get his shit together. He He needs to look at who is helping him right now. Whose world is this? Yeah. Yeah. If I could take back my statement I made earlier. No, it's, I, no, all, it's no, okay. committed. Yeah, I'm not editing that out. Okay. I want you to sit in the shame I'm still of being right a now. Gunner supporter. At this point, they say, okay, we know that there are Rulons around because they hear lasers nearby. And like the Rulons are like basically like cowboying. They're like herding a bunch of Triceratopses away. And Rasp just says like, come on, you idiots. We got to get back to Krulos. Like just casual insults, you know, thrown around. I love that with the villains. Like every villain just insults every other villain. Right, it doesn't right, matter. Right, 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 if you're a villain or a hero, a villain will insult you and call you a name. Probably fool or idiot or whatever. But they now realize we're not alone. We definitely need these defenses. And they say, okay, well, we got to go fix, we got to do some espionage. We got to collect some intelligence. So who do you want to send on that? But a guy named Gunner and a guy named Turret, Gunner being probably the loudest person in the group. (laughs) He is the brute. Like Mm -hmm. he's not a a slinky spy type of guy. But cut over to the Rulon base. And guess what? That's what's happening. They're over there. And the way that they jump on, there's two shark men, hammerheads, hammerheads. that they're just sta- like Gunner and Turret are just standing up there talking at what seemed like an almost normal volume. Mm-hmm. And then they just like, the hammerheads just look up and then slowly they go, ah, and then jump on them. It's just like, there's no cat-like reflexes, no ninja skills at all, anything like that. Anybody could have done what they did. And very quickly, all they do, all they scout is that there's a base. <laughs> they have triceratopses and other dinosaurs that they've brain boxed. Yeah. And that's it. That's all they get. And then they're discovered immediately and shot at with lasers. And they try, the only way that they can escape is to blow up what they call a ram booster, this machine. Krulo says, like, they blew up the ram booster. The whole place is going to go up in flames. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, what's our fucking... Do they have, like, old IBM computers that they're running or something that they need a ram booster? <laughs> it just seems... I don't... They just picked a name. Like, a name that they thought would never be important, probably. Right. Like, oh, no, pe- only computer nerds are going to understand what ram is. So this makes it... It's just like a satellite dish or something. Or like a... <laughs> it's like a generator. When they blow up this ram booster, Krulos starts yelling about how shit's going to go bad. From a technical perspective and from a humor perspective, I have to p- play something for you. Please do. Okay. Just, I'm gonna, pl- I'm not even gonna set it up. Just listen. Okay. The Ram Boosters, hurry, all of you, put out the fires before the whole camp goes up. In- I didn't make that edit. That's them just fading him in the middle of his sentence. Yeah. <laughs> 
Like they didn't want to hear what he had to say anymore. They said, "Frank Welker, shut the fuck up." Like that's enough. That's we wrote enough you're, words. You're ad libbing too much, man. Yeah, that's fine. Just uh, we don't have time. I, I think they were just short on time, maybe. <laughs> and yeah. They just said, "Well, that's the best place," <laughs> even though there's plenty of areas where there's silence in the episode. I don't know. Maybe he like messed up the line and started cussing at the end of the of that take or something like that. But why? He's talking. Let him say it's going to catch on fire and blow us all up. The Ram Boosters. Yes, the Ram Boosters. Following this bad fade, yeah, they finally capture like he, I, I imagine like as far as like a manager boss situation goes, Krulos is all about like getting those customer reviews. He's like on all of his people. He's like, we got to get that fucking T Rex, and you're just so annoyed. You're like, I know, dude. You told me I'm doing my best. I'm trying to round We're up T Rex. We're scouting. We're right on now. it. I get it. You don't have to remind me again because finally they get this T Rex. They ch- they capture it. They throw a brain box on it, or in the way that they would say it. They brain box it. I'm hip to this. <laughs> Dude, you, sound, you sound cool, man. I found like if I just could get my voice a little raspier, I think I could get in on this gang. Dude, you could totally infiltrate their high school like 21 Jump Street. <laughs> they get the T-Rex and they, again, just shooting lasers all over the place doesn't do anything to anybody. It's just they're just there for show. Yeah. basically. Cut back to the Valorians. Well, they're ready for war because they know they're not alone and they got a whole army of dinosaurs coming. So they're making battle plans and they make it. I mean, they're smart about it. They say, okay, they must be coming after our because the thing is, Krulos wants to go get their step, the thing that got them in the past in the first place that malfunctioned so he can get back to the prep. Well, our future, I have to assume, but the, the future in general and so they take the crystal, the step crystal, and give it to Lad, the youngest member, and just you just assume he's going to take it somewhere. Right. But that removes any of the like mystery. There's no tension to this fight because they, you know, the thing that they're going after isn't there. Don't show us that now. Show us that later. <laughs> show us Lad. Like, like, where is it? And then you cut to Lad, and he's running off into the distance, and he's hiding in the jungle or something like that. Just like, no, this is the plan. Just take it. Yeah, no big deal. Yeah. <laughs> It's a really simple tactic. I mean, it works. It's just from from a <laughs> dramatic standpoint, it doesn't make a lot of sense. I don't. This is something I wrote down at this point. They're wearing these necklaces. Why are they wearing the amp, the thing that gives them their power, on outside of their shirt? Even like they're wearing it right on their chest. You could just shoot that off easily with any kind of laser, any gun, whatever. Like it's. I don't. There's got to be something you could do to protect it a little bit more, so it won't well, get ripped if, off. If they shoot directly at it, it could break cartoon law and hit the actual cartoon character. I, I yeah, so but they know. They that's know why you they, keep a Bible in your jacket, know, right? They know. Yeah. They, they know they can't chance it. I guess so, man. I just. Why do they have to do so many things that don't make sense in one cartoon? Like I can handle a number of them, but they, I'm overloaded with this at this point. Maybe I know I asked too much. But there's just too much of it in there. Yeah. I clearly had reached, I'd hit the wall at the, with this show at this point. Like, give me a reason to believe why they, I, I just had no care or connection. It's just good and evil. It's just bullshit. Give me some kind of personal motivation. Any, any I, personal motivation. I mean, maybe um, we talked about Questar possibly being wanted in a different. Uh, yeah, but what is, why does Krulos give a shit about that? Maybe he's a bounty hunter. I don't, I don't know. No, maybe a frog. Bounty my, hunter? Well, he doesn't mention any money. He mentions having a grudge against Brave or Brave Star against <laughs> too many star names against Questar. I made up that there is just like bad blood between them from a long time ago, and that it's way blown out of proportion on Krulos's part. Like he basically is just like pursuing like this guy like owes me five dollars, and I'm right. still going after him twenty years later, and um, and now I'm in the past still trying to collect on this money. 
it's time for a big fight with the dinos. Mm. And we're talking, again, a cartoon with like two or three minutes at a time of just fights that are slow-paced, no dialogue, even minimal sound effects in this case, yeah. and shit tons of music. And you can, you better believe it, that this is full of synthesizer-y goodness, like just caked in the shit, like leftover from the 70s, just like Moogs just on the walls growing like mushrooms. Just Pink Floyd in it everywhere. Oh, baby. Hit me with it, because I guess what? I got a music montage for you. Oh, boy. Yes. It doesn't seem fitting of the material that we're seeing at the same time because the battles that are occurring with Triceratopses just standing in front of each other, firing at each other, and not even moving, these might as well be musket battles like in colonial times. That's what it seems like to me. You know, where you just stand, shoot, reload, five minutes later, you fire again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is what's going on. It seems very mismatched, and it's very. Now we're tra- now we're victorious. By the way, <laughs> yeah, that's what you're dealing with this whole time. <laughs> Nothing but wall-to-wall synthesizers. Yeah, it, man, it's not it's not freelance jazz, but no, it's not freelance jazz, and by any means, it's very very. It's a little peppier. I mean, it's poppyish. It's I just imagine one guy at night. He has one. He's he's put off doing the soundtrack for the show. Until that last night, he's like, oh, God, I'm just going to drink a bunch of coffee and fucking <laughs> do a bunch of Coke and just play everything in one night, basically. Yeah. Kind of like we're doing right now. <laughs> Hell yeah. M- minus the Coke. Well, yeah. Minus the Coke plus more coffee. Right. We've downed uh, an entire bottle, a big bottle of iced coffee from Starbucks tonight just to get through this show. <laughs> That's what we had to do. About to hit number two up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we're going to have to make a run. We're going to have to get a late night coffee dealer. Yeah. I got a guy. Rasp, one of the Vipers, the main, like, you know, the second man guy. Mocha Sorry. Mike. Sorry. It's okay. It's okay. Mocha Mike's important. He's a part of the family. Mm-hmm. The Rasp, the Rasp, Rasp, oh. one of the Vipers, he is knocked off of his pterodactyl in this big fight, and he very conveniently finds the entrance to the Valorian's, like, ship. And he even says, How convenient! Don't do that. And that scene right there, yeah. that's the scene I remember. You remember that from a kid? Yes, yes. And did you he, he blows the hole up and then and then they all jump in there. All the vipers. I remember that specifically that in the intro that we talked about earlier. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the dire straits open. <laughs> <laughs> so you remember this bad line then because No, why? I don't remember the line. I, oh, okay. I, I, rem- I remember Just finding it. There's no <clears throat> There's no need to point out how convenient this thing that's way too convenient is. Like, that's not even breaking the fourth wall. That's just admitting as a writer, guys, we don't have anything better. This yeah. is this is as good as we can do is to have him fall on top of the thing that's actually that build, he's looking that's for. That's actually building the, filth, the fifth wall. It's building that's a, building a wall. new wall. Yeah. yeah, to get away from, like, they're trying to, <laughs> <laughs> to keep a force field between us and figuring out that they don't know what else to do. Right. This is yeah. the best. Yeah. Look, the toy co- Tycho said we have to get this done by the end of the week. We're going to take this shit, this cartoon shit. We're going to pass it. But they get in there, and it's dark inside the ship. Mm-hmm. And this is a fucking cool scene. I think this is really cool. Mind's Eye, nowhere to be found up to this point. The lights are off. This is like Daredevil, Batman, vigilante shit. Mind's Eye in the dark, because he doesn't need the light to see what he's doing. He take, This old man 
blind man takes on hand to hand three or four snake men and defeats them. He actually beats them and just says, you know, basically like he he has some one liner, you know, about how he doesn't need to see uh, one liner. In yeah. this cartoon? Yeah. Dude, there's not there's not that oh, right. they want one liners in this <laughs> they will say one line at a time, but yeah. none of them are very right. very catchy, I don't think. But he's just he just seems cool. I wish there was more about Mind Zai in this because yeah. he's like the most interesting one that he would even be ballsy enough to attempt this. Yeah. They should be putting him to use. I mean he can he's like a ninja. They find the step is there, the program that or the the machine that got them there, but the crystal's missing. Well, guess what? We already fucking know that from earlier. So no big deal to us, no tension there. And that's when they get their asses kicked. He he gets them so bad, he mind's eye essentially ejects them through like the laundry chute for the ship. Yeah. He just passes like that, throws them out, pulls a lever, they get ejected, no problem. And guess what? Rasp just jumps right into the battle again. By kicking an Ant-Man who's his, on his own team off of a dino and jumping on it. He doesn't care for his own people at all. Wow. I mean, yeah, maybe yeah, I maybe that. the snake people don't like the ant people. I don't know. Maybe they have a inner, like, within the Rulons, there's, like, <laughs> racism. You know, because they couldn't be the same species. Right. One's an Ant-Man. One's a Shark Man. One's a Frog Man. But they band together. In hate. This is the point where finally Krulos, I imagine Krulos has been like in the back. Like if there was a stage, yeah. he was in the back, like looking in the mirror, like, all right, you got this. Let's do this thing. And like putting on his makeup and shit because he finally makes his debut in his precious, precious T-Rex. <laughs> and he is all about it. He's a madman. He literally says someone's like going to kill or, you know, at least attack one of the Valorians. He goes, yeah. save this kill for me. I want this kill. He admits to being a would-be murderer. He would kill the people on the show. That's a little heavy. Off camera. No, I bet oh. he wants to do it on camera. Okay. Yeah, they, they wouldn't let him, but he wants an on-camera kill. He wants a snuff film in the middle of your dino riders. <laughs> well, he, they start winning because this, this T-Rex throws everything off balance. All you need is a T-Rex in this world to win. A T-Rex with missiles gets you really far. But I'll tell you what gets you further. What's that? Is a pterodon, apparently, or a pterodactyl. Questar gets the smart idea. He gets Serena to call out to her buddy. She named her dinosaur, it seems like. She's the only one who named a dinosaur. Yeah. <laughs> Dawn, after Pterodon, I'm assuming. That's what oh, it is. Oh, okay. I'm assuming. it's Or you can name a pterodactyl, Terra. Dawn. Terra would be a good name if it's yeah. a female. Yeah, you don't want to get... You want to confuse the dinosaurs. That's true. Yeah. But he says, he gets her to pick him up on a pterodon. She's getting, like flying him. He's on the back of the motorcycle, essentially, if you were in the sky. And they start whispering to each other, like Krulos is going to hear them while they're in the sky. And there's a fucking war being waged down there. He's just like, all right, get me in close. All right, here we go. All he does to save the day is fire one laser at the brain box on the T-Rex. Dunzo. <laughs> It's over. It's over. The T-Rex just throws Krulos off and he just goes, retreat! And they all run away. And that's it. That's the end of the shit right there. So like, just get some better resolution on this shit. Like, earn it a little bit, man. Yeah, right. If that's all it takes, build better brain boxes. They have to be attached to the skin somehow, unless they're just loose willy-nilly. Or, 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 or build, build a build a chin strap. Exactly. That is a great point. Yeah, make an actual helmet. Yeah, build a spring, helmet. Spring, spring, for like the extra five bucks for a leather strap that yeah, holds, yeah. Uh, at least at least on the T Rex, that's an important one. Yeah, right. But all that's left to happen <laughs> is that Questar, he ba- okay. So at the end, they all rally together. Everybody's happy. It's celebration time because they defeated their enemies, right? And he 
basically renounces being a Valorian. He says, we're no longer Valorians. We're now Dino Riders. You know he's been sitting uh, on that name. Yeah, he's been like, what are... Oh, shit. Oh, man, I'm going to save this. I'm not going to tell anybody until we defeat them, and then I'm going to bust this out. And you also know that the other people who are with them are like looking at each other like, do we have to... Do we have to call each other Dino Riders? Just because yeah, he says I, so? I mean, we ride dinosaurs, but... Like, can't we still be Valor... You don't have to renounce your citizenship to call yourself a title. Yeah. Like, just because you joined the LA Lakers doesn't mean you're not an American anymore. Right, right, You right, can right, still... Right. You can be both. You don't have to be one or... Like, you can... He he is all about... Uh, this, I think, supports the idea that he wanted to come to Earth. He's a dino fan, and he's running from something. So he's like, no, we're never going back. I destroyed the step. We're never going back. Fuck it. We're staying here. And we're dino riders from here on out. And to, and to celebrate, he takes off the thing that allows him to communicate with dinosaurs and throws it in the air. Chunks it right Like up it's in his the cowboy air. hat. Yeah, right. And they freeze frame on it. Graduation cap start. in this yes. bit. <laughs> yes, it is exactly a credit. It's, it's the graduation cap. Exactly. And then freeze frame synthesizers credits man yeah wowzers i i can't believe they made that choice at the end and yet what other choice did they have yeah right frankly what you didn't see is right after that scene um a t-rex just eats that that would have been thing. The, should have been the end of the series right yeah. there <laughs> It's just a T-Rex. Now that the T-Rex is running loose, he's on nobody's side. He's a rogue <laughs> T-Rex, and he's just going to eat everyone that he can get to. Well, the main thing that bothers me, I realized at the end of all this, they are so cavalier. They're not from our planet. Neither of these. The Rulons, the Valorians. This is our timeline, Travis. You and me live on Earth. This is our Earth that we live on. This is a timeline. You can't just go back in time and have wars and not expect there to be some butterfly effect that changes the present. They don't give a shit. They'll do, they, they're not, like, there's a Simpsons episode where Homer keeps traveling through time and everything he does in the past, every tiny little thing changes yeah, the future. Yeah, 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 they yeah. don't give two shits about that. They're just, you know what? Fuck it. Blow up, start riding on dinosaurs. Build a space, like, build a frontiersman outpost here. Who gives a shit? It's not my planet. I don't have, I'm living right now. I'm, I have to deal, I have to take care of Questar. <laughs> Questar's got to take care of Questar. Yeah, right. It's just, I. This, I, th this hair doesn't. Maintain itself. No, 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 no. That's a Farrah Fawcett thing. Like, yeah. he's, he's a Farrah Fawcett shit. A, 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 Bo, a Bo Derek. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. It's way bit. more that. Yeah. yeah. It's like a, he's a beach bum yeah. for sure. It just, it struck me like, oh, wait a minute. They're actually, they're not just on another planet that has dinosaurs. They're on my planet. And I take offense. Mm -hmm. I'm protective of the planet that I live on. As well, you should. I am. Mm -hmm. So we still have some trivia, some interesting background, and some final thoughts mm -hmm. to share on the yes. dino writers but before that these messages mm. hey guys will from days past tunecast here and i'd like to talk to you today just for a minute about communication some people say it's the secret to fulfilling long-lasting relationships and yet most of us struggle with it Heck, some people are so bad at it, they have to major in it in college just to get on the level with the rest of us. But everyone has the need to be understood, to be heard. And now, thanks to your scientist friends at Tycho Tech, your voice can be heard with the AMP, the Amplified Mental Projector. 
Based on extraterrestrial technology retrieved from a prehistoric crash site, the AMP allows you to telepathically project your thoughts directly into the mind of any human or animal, transcending all boundaries of intelligence, language, and even species, guys! Your friends and family will have no choice but to hear and understand exactly what you have to say. And what's better, the AMP only projects thoughts. It doesn't receive them, so you won't have to hear any psychic backtalk. <laughs> Unless, of course, they have an AMP of their own. <laughs> Housed in a stylish dull chrome necklace piece and weighing in at just five pounds, the amp sends a message to everyone. Here's someone who has something to say, and they won't be ignored. So if there's a special person or animal in your life you just can't get through to, go to www.tychotech.com forward slash alien crash forward slash experimental forward slash store and enter the promo code DPTC to get 10% off your first month's rental. And while you're there, be sure to also check out their brain box upgrade option for those extra stubborn folks in your life. Sign up to try the Amplified Mental Projector today and let your voice be heard. Brought to you by Tycho Tech. Tomorrow's technologies, yesterday, today. All right, guys, we're back with the wrap-up for Days Past Tooncast, looking at the first episode of... Dino Riders! Oh yeah! Rapping dinosaurs! We're going back in time! Can you handle that? I can't! It blows my mind! Travel through time! You gonna be mine! Excellent. It's a keeper. Yeah. <laughs> Mix and master it. Let's get it on the presses. The fact that I rhymed two words, even, is impressive to me. I was busy keeping that metronome of my beat. You I did pretty good. Didn't hear what you said, but I'm sure it was you're, funny because you you're back, a genius. When you listen back, you are going to stop rapping. Because you're going to say, I can't step to that. Oh, yeah. Shit. See, I even speak the Lang. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so white. The Lang Lang. The Lang Lang. The, the KD Lang. I speak the KD God, Lang. No, yeah. no. Yep. All street cred completely out. All you got to do is mention mention Sinead O'Connor. And, and, <laughs> or KD Lang. Yeah, I'm pulling your shirt over your head and just punching you. I know. Oh, man, I'd get beat up so bad for even thinking about rap music. <laughs> <laughs> all right guys so this is the point where we like to talk about trivia and other things just little bits and pieces about the show mm -hmm. um i only have a little bit to share about the cast today it's um, they have a few people on there that are really like heavy hitters you got frank welker playing both rasp and playing the main bad guy krulos and we've mentioned frank welker before he's just like one of the best in the world he's uh, he's done everything and there's <laughs> i can't add any more to what i've already said about him before just if you've seen a cartoon between 1900 and forever <laughs> then you've probably heard his voice yeah. at some point and probably other things too something live action for god's sakes he's been in your life he's just, been in your just life get over it and you want him to stay in your life yeah. for sure playing quest star was i'm gonna ruin the name but it was jesus christ himself i don't know how to pronounce that no no okay is it trist <laughs> jesus trist jesus christ okay that's close trist no, okay, so here, I'm going to pronounce it two ways. You okay. choose. Okay. Dan Gilvezen or Dan Gilvezon? I know Galvezen. you like... You Ugo really? Galvezen. Okay. Well, Dan, G, <laughs> anonymous, he was on Transformers as Bumblebee. He's been in a ton of shit, but he, he played Questar. He played Bumblebee on Transformers, and he played Spider-Man on The Amazing 
Spider-Man and His Amazing Friends, which is definitely one we'll be visiting when we crack open the comic book stuff. That's an old one. But he's just everybody on here seems like they've been in everything. Um, let's see. We've got Charlie Adler. Brother of Cisco Adler, right? Absolutely. Whoever you just said. <laughs> Playing Hammerhead, the shark man okay. <laughs> of their group. Uh, Charlie Adler has done uh, Transformer. Every, he's, here's the gamut that he's run. Transformers and other 80s action shows. Disney tunes like Darkwing Duck. Uh, Nick tunes such as Our Real Monsters and Rugrats. And then also Cartoon Network shows like Cow and Chicken. He works to this day. Just It seems like if there is a corner of the market, how many corners in one room? He's got them all covered. Yeah. If the room's cartoons. Blammo! Yes. <laughs> Finally, uh, Miss Noelle North played Serena. She also did Chip and Dale. Like she's done not Chip and Dale's like the strip club, oh. like Chip and Dale's <laughs> Rescue Rangers, like Disney Tunes, Nick Tunes, you name it. Noelle North also did that. Seems like she hasn't worked in a while, according to what I looked up. But again, it's just like a steady they I think when you have a show like this where it's like, look, we need these tunes out by Christmas. We need this cartoon out by Christmas. Get the reliable people in here to talk into the microphones and get that shit out. Pass this stone. Right. <laughs> yeah. Get, I need to move on to my next project, please. And it, so they, they hired the best, and now you hear the results, <laughs> as you've heard earlier in the episode. No diggity. Well, I'll go ahead and jump in with a little general info, man. Yeah, so hit me. So, Diner Rider Info, man. This, Diner Rider. This was a toy cartoon aired in 1988 for the launch of a new toy, Tyco toy line. And that is it, man. If if this show this show would have never mm-hmm. have popped in our lives totally. otherwise. It just wouldn't have. Yeah. Um, 14 episodes produced um, in the U.S. V- uh, three VHSs were released. What were they again? Uh, VSRs. Oh, <laughs> Okay, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So only yeah. only three VSRs uh, were released in yes, the U.S. Yes, yes, yes. Um, this aired as a part of the Marvel Action Universe. That's right. Whatever the freaking hell that well, even it's, means. Uh, it was basically like a block of programming. They actually did comics for the, the shows that were on there. Um, okay. Robocop, I think, was one of them, too, which we'll have to visit at some point. But I, they had like one show that was, or at least one show that was actually based on a Marvel property that I think was Spider-Man and his amazing friends. But uh, yeah, this has like ties to Marvel uh, maybe even Marvel Productions. Cool. Yeah. Well, I think there's one last thing to do. Yeah, I think it's time we hop in in, uh, in this elevator, man, and we go down to that bottom basement, that corner of that basement, man. Better check your watch. Because it's time for Travis's Tooncast Toy Corner. Sexy. Yeah, I imagine at the end of that, man, um, that voice person right there just just has a comb and is just putting it right over their hair, man. Just yeah, that yeah. La- that last final hair fix. Yeah, he leans back, satisfied with his delivery. Yeah, right. Of the goods. Yes. <laughs> All right, man. So, what do you so, got for me? You got so, some toy business? I sure to do. Deal man. With? I, I definitely got some writers' uh, toy business here. All right. So, <laughs> Wait, are we on a one name basis with this show now? Writers? Yeah, writers. <laughs> Are you a dino ride or die type of guy? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. So, Will, if yeah. I were to tell you all uh, all the loose action figures, <laughs> <laughs> roughly. I mean, here's the, here's the deal, Will. You laugh at that, but I'm just saying, like, all, all of them are gonna they're, they're all average around the same, and none of them are going to ever be in boxes. <laughs> yeah, right, I, I, dude. I I really honestly I couldn't find just single individual um, action figures in any boxes. <laughs> I couldn't, dude. I really, I really could, man. Um, 
Now later on, you know, I, I do have some of the uh, some of the dinosaurs, but mm-hmm. we'll get into that. But just just the, just the actual action figures, like the Why guys. Why would you even buy those? Those should just come with the dinos, and that's right? it. That's yeah. all they should have ever sold. I'm not going to buy a Krulos action figure, but I will buy a Triceratops with Krulos, and that's my final offer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but I'll walk out of here right now. Let, let's just say I was holding a laser gun, a toy laser gun to your head, and making. Okay. But making I don't you, know what's a toy. Well. You don't. So if I told you, how much would you buy a loose action figure for, roughly? I mean, how loose are we talking? Pretty loose morals, dude. <laughs> it's going it's to bang you on the first date. <laughs> like a Kazakrulos that's mm-hmm. been, been around the block a few times? Yeah. Well, just a general action figure from Dino Riders, mm-hmm. sans packaging. Yeah. I honestly feel like I need to lower my guess. <laughs> I'm going to go with, what do I have in my wallet here? Let's say like five bucks, five, six, six dollars. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. You are incredibly wrong. It's $20 to $40 on average for <laughs> these things. Sad. <laughs> That's just sad, man. Yeah. Compared to the numbers you usually throw at me. Yeah. That is ridiculous. About, about 20 to 40 for one of I would. But, okay, but these are just the, I forget, these are like the little people, though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah just... The yeah. pilots of yeah. the dinosaurs, right, if right, you will. Right, yeah. right, right. <laughs> All right, man, let's go ahead and move down down the road just a little bit. Okay. A brontosaurus with armor. <laughs> a whole used, brontosaurus. Yeah. Used as hell, but in great condition, is what is what uh, this Don't this know how you can do both. This person needs to go back to selling school. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> eBay, it needs to go to an eBay class. Yeah. <laughs> And, and and also I want to note in third grade um I did find, I did find out that the brontosaurus was a fake dinosaur. That's when that whole thing came down the pike for me. I didn't hear that until like recently. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. In third grade, that my 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 bubble got got. Stop popped. trying to play cool, man. I'm telling you, bro. You're just you're telling stories. I'm not. I'm not telling tales from school. No, I'm gonna fact check that. I'm gonna call fact, you. Fact check it, you little punk. Oh shit. Yeah. Let's 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 talk toys and then okay. you and me can settle this okay. later. Yeah, we'll, right. yeah, we'll be gentlemen. What do you think though? Brontosaurus with armor, 180 used but in great condition but completely worn down but in fantastic shape. Did um, you just say 180? <laughs> <laughs> yes. So okay, so Well, let me guess. Then. Okay, yeah, go and guess. 90. $90. 180. That is Dude, twice, I mean, right? What I guessed, <laughs> Travis. <laughs> Got me again. You oh man, oh, a, lordy, a, a toy, a toy corner first time, right there. Yeah. All right, all right, man. Um, let's go with a loose morals um, T Rex with armor, loose as they come. Yes. Okay. Blown out, so to speak. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Blown out T Rex. Does he have the armor? Yes. Does he have the missiles? He's got all of it, but it, it's it's out of box. Okay. No box is here. No box. 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 Fifty. You know what my goal is, right? To never over guess. Okay, I'm kind of worried. This time, this feels like the the stakes are very high. No, you're good. I'm I'm like walking a razor's edge. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Two hundred smackers. You know what that is? That is four four times. The amount, the amount that, that I guessed. For the Dino Riders. <laughs> For the Dino Riders. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, man. Let's uh, let's move down to this. Now, this this fucking guy over here, man. This this guy's a shyster. This motherfucker came in here. All right. So this is like a two-parter. 
This is kind of funny to me. All Should right. we stop recording and come back next week? No, no, no. <laughs> okay. This is funny. All right, man. So, Please God, no. So the Triceratops with armor. Mm-hmm. How much for that? And no, no, no. That's now that's that's just no box. But then, then on a separate page, this motherfucker sold the box for the Triceratops. <laughs> so, uh, so you got to guess what? Yes, he he's he's selling the box separate. Okay, first let me say something. I just realized. Yes. When you say to me a Triceratops with its armor, Triceratopses are naturally armored. They have armor built in, and they were already withstanding laser beams fine without any armor on the show i don't know why they needed the armor frankly like now that i'm thinking about it completely unnecessary they seem to be fine without it right okay i, I, th- yeah. I think i think the armor just really means that um a white person can ride it a white or green person <laughs> yes. either one <laughs> yes if you like if you live in water or you're a white person right you're uh, you're welcome on our dinos right right, right american right, airlines right. um okay so we got a box and we got a loose try yeah okay <laughs> What would you put these at? Oh man, this is dangerous. We're playing a dangerous game here. Okay. Oh man, this, this shyster, this motherfucker right here. Seriously, it's like saying like I have a Luke Skywalker <laughs> figure that's missing an arm, and then I have a Luke Skywalker <laughs> arm that I'd like to sell separately. Yeah. Well, for the figure, I'm gonna throw a fifty out there, but for the box, I'm gonna throw. Oh man, I'm gonna play it dangerous. I'm gonna I'm gonna say ten. I'm I'm scared to hear. I don't like the look on your face. <laughs> so either fix it or start talking. <laughs> All right, man. So the Triceratops with armor on Travis's toy corner is eighty dollars. Okay, I'm set. Okay, that's almost twice as much. Now the box for that Triceratops with armor sold separately by this douchebag. Yes, is that his screen name? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Forty five dollars. Oh God, thank you. Yeah. Here's the thing. If I go over, the podcast we, we ends. Stop, we stop. Yeah, we stop doing this. It's over. Toy corner. Completely. So guys, please, please, God, don't let me go over. Like, start sending me research and shit. Everybody, <laughs> email us with research because <laughs> Travis won't tell me ahead of time what they are. He, it's like it's like the deer hunter in here. Like we're playing Russian roulette in here essentially. <laughs> yeah, it started it started off as a game, but now it's gonna get real because now I'm gonna try to start finding these uh, these loopholes. I'm sweating, here, man. I'm sweating over here. It's not just the coffee. Yeah, all slap right, that so, hand. <laughs> all, right, all right, so um, the next one here. Okay. Vintage. Vintage. Tycho. Dino Riders. Only from Tycho. Styracosaurus. I think. That's the only take you get. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Styracosaurus with turret figure complete. Oh, turret. With box. Wow. With box, opened or unopened? Do they know? Do you know? Don't know. How can you expect me to guess? Bitch. Without this information, yes. Don't don't be don't Fine. be like that. Fifty fucking Dolores. Are we done? One forty-five. Okay. Uh, almost three times as much as what I said. All right, man. And then earlier we had talked about um, there being little toy ads. Yes. In here. Yes. So one of those toy ads was the super turbo train. Yeah. That went up the walls. It, went it seems all, like that's what everything did. It went all around and it was like so cutting edge. And the way they filmed that was just fantastic. It reminded me how great commercials used to be for toys. It's just a guy talking loud and fast over what's happening. Yeah, right. It was great. It, and um, how much would you, how much would you guess that for the, to- for the, the train? That that super turbo train in a box would be pristine quality. Is the box, does the box go to the toy or is it just a box? (laughs) 
Yeah, just a brown box. Okay, because you could have no. tricked me with that. No, You've no, been no. saying just a box. No, you haven't no, no. been saying it, it's, uh, original packaging. It's the original packaging, man. Okay. Well, we all know that trains were invented in the 1850s and minus 1800. Okay. It's a bad year. Yeah. Leaves you with 50. And that is my bid for your train. Do I win? 50 bucks? Yeah. Will? Man, I've enjoyed doing these podcasts no. with you, dude. Travis, please. But it's a hundred bucks. Oh! So we're gonna keep doing them. Oh, we're gonna keep doing them. Man. We're gonna keep doing them, man. That's twice as much as I guess. Woo! I was scared for a second, dude. You you ruined me because I, I I was, was really worried. I'm like, we're just getting started. <laughs> like, was, there's so many cartoons to watch. I was starting to pucker. In the butt mm-hmm. region. Yeah, in the butt region. <laughs> well, I have a reward for you for all that research that you did on okay. those toys. Thank okay. you for doing that. Yeah, no I problem, really appreciate man. it. Can yeah. you do it next week? Dude, you know what? I'm looking at my my schedule, my schedule, and just check it out. Look, don't try to lowball me on this, okay, man? I know you got nothing going on. Okay, I'll do it. Right. That's fine. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, no problem. All right, so I have a little the the version of this that we watched saved the Dino Riders cartoons for last. I'm sorry, the Dino Riders ads for last. Okay. Okay. I was struck by I have forgotten how much they relied on the kids to like say shit in these cartoon or in these. Uh, God damn it, these ads. And the ads just are funny to me. They say the same thing every time, but in different ways. So I did a little... And they dress up. They dress up. Yeah, like yeah, whatever yeah. they're trying to sell. They're, the boys are construction workers. Totally, The boys yeah. are like, they got camouflage on and yeah. shit. And all they're doing is just yelling like, I'm going to get you. They, I think they just tell them play. I don't even think they give them a script. Yeah, I, right. I, Looking back, I should have been one of these kids. I was such a good action figure player. I was so imaginative with it. I was so into it. Like they wouldn't have even had to pay me. Right. Now, child labor laws, they would have had to pay me. But like I wouldn't have ever needed to see a scent of that hey man i used to pull out the um the the nativity scene from christmas and <laughs> and i would use the the fort the 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 the, 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 uh, the manger man i would u- i would use that to play on my toys and it's it was so fantastic. sacrilegious i love it <laughs> i meant it in a good way though uh, i don't think no? you can okay that's no, heretical it's <laughs> heresy Okay, so I put together a little audio project just for you, Travis. Oh, thank I you. hope you enjoy it. If you don't laugh at it, then I've failed. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> harness, harness, the power, the power. Dino, dino, dino riders. The dino rider is spotted by the evil Rulons. The evil Rulon shackle the Dinonychus. The evil Rulons on Tyrannosaurus Rex attack. I'll crush you, gutter! Catch me first, Krulos! <laughs> Heroic Quest Star on Diplodocus opens the secret pod. While hippie rockets blast the evil Rulon. The Rulons on their Triceratops aim their lasers. They're firing on me! They're sitting ducks! Raybuck's on attack! Look out for the <laughs> Take this, Manhead! Take this, young star! You need glasses, Hammerhead! Pick on someone your own size, big eyes! Quickly turret from his Tyrakosaurus fires! Rocket shoot the brain box off. We'll meet again, Diplodocus with motorized walking action. Dinonychus and Tyrannodon. Taurosaurus and Tyrannosaurus Rex. Triceratops with motorized walking action. Styracosaurus and Capsule Coaculus with figures of Metal Gear. Each sold separately. Each sold separately. Dino. Dino. This whole shitty cartoon completely worth it. Yeah, now, man. you're Thank welcome. You. It was inspiration. Wow. Oh man, those kids. The shit that the, the lines 
frog's breath. <laughs> yeah, the insults they gave. And I love it's like, take this. Everybody starts their sentences with take this. It's always, <laughs> take this, you. You take this. You take this. Like, it's, I love it, man. Because it reminds me, that is how I like, I can't pretend that I played any better than that, actually. Like, that's probably about as good as Which I was. Is, you it. know you always wanted <clears throat> your your play scene to look like those. They Absolutely. Up, they had I lagoons. Wanted... They had lagoons and smoke and shit. Dude, yes, a smoke machine in the back. It's like a kiss show. <laughs> like... Yeah. <laughs> Guys, we talked about dino riders way too long. <laughs> I this show does not deserve the amount of time we've spent on it even today, let alone all the re- all the fucking ways that we prepared for this. Oh, we did it though. So all you dino riders fans out there, there you go. You get one. The only I I would consider coming back for the last episode, yeah. which is the Ice Age, which was just released to promote them doing the Ice Age toy line, which was like Cyber Sabertooth Tigers and stuff like that. I would come back to see how they resolve them getting into the Ice Age. I would love to do that. Okay, I'm willing In to do that. In about three and a half years. I was going to say, let's take our time getting to that one. Like, if we're having a really slow week, it's when, like... When we come to an actual Ice Age, <laughs> then we'll hit that <laughs> one we'll do that one. So we'll bookend it. We're going to do the Alpha and the Omega. Eventually, mm-hmm. Dino Riders will return, but not anytime soon. Before we wrap up, Travis, yeah. you've earned this, okay? okay? I want you to tell me about things that you like to tell me about let me finish okay things that you do that are projects like a podcast maybe mm-hmm. anything yeah man actually i do a little podcast called nature of the beast mm. it is found everywhere that podcasts are out at 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 out at oh, wherever that. they're out at yeah wherever they're out at um me brandon and Catherine do mm-hmm. a uh, true yeah true crime with a twist man it's funny it's good it's informational it's hood it's all those and above, man. Yes, yes, it's yes. joyous. Guys, check out Nature of the Beast, available wherever podcasts are available. Mm-hmm. Yes. Also, you need to contact us. We have ways of being contacted now. What are those? Well, here's a few. Let me let me think of them. Okay. We got Facebook. Everybody's okay. got that. Yep. We're on a Facebook. On a Facebook. Add us. Come on there. Comment. Whatever. You know, it, it's pretty casual. We've also got a Twitter account. Okay. The account is at DP Tooncast. Twit us, right? Yep. Okay. Twit, yep. Twit all over it. Yep. Also, we have an email account. It's dptooncast at gmail.com. Write an email to us. Let us know how your mom's doing. Oh, Let us know shit. what you're doing for Christmas. Yeah. Even better, let us know what you think of the show. Tell us what you would like to see, the things that work for you, what you want to see more of. If you have criticism, make it constructive, or I'm going to find you. Mm-hmm. And I'm not be pretty. <laughs> okay, so we'll email us. your URL. Also, please go on iTunes and rate us. The more reviews that we get on iTunes, the more we get put out into the world for other listeners, and everybody benefits, the more DPTC there is in the world. Agreed? Agreed. All right, guys. Uh, as a send-off, I will would like to invite in my good friend uh, Sammy Krulos Jr. Yeah, man. Yeah, there he is. To sing us a little ditty on the way out. All right. Right down the path, I tooter my dooter, tooter my dooter, right down the path. A scribbly boop ba dee, a scribbly ba doo, 
Do her mind. Do her mind.